1: And welcome, everybody, to Food for Thought, a podcast gab-thest for a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex, <laughs> identity, oh. culture.
2: 10 <laughs> 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 just lost her voice.
1: Got the kitty out. <laughs> 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 I'm
2: just
3: like, I don't know to It's, come it's
4: because Deb was trying to do that while eating a piece of cream cheese toast. <laughs> is still, <laughs> still. It is so. Well, what came was actually a, a very um, interesting, a very compelling, sexy cat.
1: <laughs> like a cat with
4: sexy huge cat. knockers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Uh, so, yeah, we nice. talk about what we like to read and who we like to read. Food for thought we do balls and astrology.
4: Thank um, you.
0: Oh. Oh my God. Uh, do you a- not do balls? So accurate.
4: I, I do. I was sucking on balls last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of that was the time. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. thank you. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I won't be taking any questions at this time. <laughs> thank thank I'm just here so I don't get sued. <laughs>
4: that is. I mean, yeah. I do. I do love to. Sue. Suck on some balls. So you like it? It's I, something- la- I don't la- I mean, I. if you want to suck my balls, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> but I'm never going to be like,
2: suck my balls.
4: You know I mean, what I mean? I wa- there are a lot of other things I want you do, to do. Do you
2: like them very fresh, or do you like them with a the little ball funk?
4: I like fresh balls.
2: You like I, fresh I, balls. I also
4: the, like fresh. The person that I hook up with sometimes has really, like... Well manicured balls, mm. and I'm, and and they're always the one that's like suck my balls, <laughs> and I'm like, yes sir. <laughs> well, is it like, weird so when please, they sir? ask you to suck the balls when they're not like
1: softy low hangers and they're just kind of like tight up in it. and it's like I'm not I guess I'll lick these, but I don't
3: know if I could really suck them. <laughs> yeah, that that takes a little work, like that sucking takes through a, little a straw. Work. <laughs> <laughs> just a little a little tongue action. No. to find them yeah, think, before you can kind of yeah, isolate you, you them. You do and want then... some
4: big, like, hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is just something easier. To, to, put, to wrap your mouth on. But I also think that it's it's hard to do right. Like, I think that sometimes you can kind of squash them too much, and that's, like, not well, really. Well, some yeah. people do, are into some that. Some people
1: like that. Some oh, people, yeah, they're, yeah, they're super co-
4: sensitive. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. don't want you to touch them, lick them, mm. blow on them, nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I, I will say, like, one of the best, like... I don't even know. I always say, "What the best sexes I've ever had." <laughs> <laughs> I'm very virgin like, talking I, about I, sex. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. I did nine shots of sex, and it was awesome. <laughs> um, no, I I think that like uh, that I have a very memorable like climax wherein a guy was sitting on my face, and I was laying on the bed with um my I was like. I don't even know how to describe this. Like I was laying on the bed and he was sitting on my face, facing my like penis, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I, so I was like eating him out and sucking his balls while he while we were both jerking. Oh, off a lot of that! I at the that. same time, and and that was like with the combined with the ball stuff was like one of the best. Like, I he was have very I,
2: memorable I have a controversial him. statement that, that because what we're talking about here is the taint. Yes, we are we are solidly in the taint. Yes, and I feel like people are afraid of the taint. Yeah, uh, the taint is a. Great place to live. It's a great place to give some attention. If people like are not super into butt stuff, but you can kind of get to the P spot through the taint, Mm -hmm. it is a good it is people mind the taint, y'all. It's a nice place to live. If
4: you have like a golf ball taint, like if you if you like your what is that? Your per not your perineum. Your perineum. perineum. Yeah. 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 The the your perineum, if it's like like a big juicy one. Like that.
2: <laughs> I've
0: never so seen that before. You, I
2: don't think. I don't either. That
4: person had a <laughs> disorder. Like they have a Tate tumor. No. It doesn't look like a tumor. It just looks <laughs> like
2: it's we'll not cut- a tumor. It's not a
4: tumor. <laughs> I
2: do not mind a visible <laughs> taint. We'll cut this out, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> a taint, teratoma. <laughs> Much like Lil Kim, Taint-atoma. I used to
1: be scared of the taint.
2: Now I've nothing of it.
3: Now are like, oh, it's a safe space for me.
1: The taint is a safe space. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, hi, everyone. I am Tommy Teebs Pico, indigenous American poet, screenwriter, TV <laughs> writer,
2: and I am over this shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> These bitches. <laughs>
2: I am Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer, and I know it's my anxiety speaking, but I absolutely can never do a number two next in the stall next to someone else. Is that
4: what we just experienced really? in between sessions? Because when we went to the stalls next to each other, I wondered if you needed to shit. No, I didn't actually. Okay. No, no,
2: no, no. But but I would never shit here. Okay. It just is not like it is oh. not. What about at the airport? at I, I, the airport is one of the only places because I'm often there in the morning and so but that's not an option that is I just feel yeah. like of all the like, things that's a more thing, need and supply it, it's a, it's a, I hate it though I hate it so much of
3: all the things for your non-privacy loving ass yeah. <laughs> to be private about yeah mm-hmm.
2: taking a shit yes. well, say dead, that, that girlfriend was, that was dead. not
3: in my 2021 bingo dead. card you've, <laughs>
2: you've, you've smelled it though I mean I really need yes we've all space. smelled it we've, we've all been on
1: tour together we know what it's like in that bathroom we know what you do with the funk. And then mm. shitty
2: when you take a shower
1: afterwards, too, because then that, that, it Fills lingers. the house with it a lingers. steamy poop
4: smell. Just open all the, the doors. steamy poop smell, open because all the windows. of chemistry, rises mm-hmm. to the top of the room. It does. And then falls down. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Just tiny little poop particles <laughs> making their way down. Poop down. particles. <laughs>
2: that's why, that's why <laughs> it's shocking that, that, that we talk haven't talk all had Giardia. <laughs> I hope these are girls aren't homebound. That would be... Mm-hmm. Fecal aerosol COVID. No. <laughs> that's, wow. that <laughs> that's that Delta wow. Plus. That's, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's that Delta, Delta, Delta plus. Comfort Plus. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Delta One, bitch. <laughs> Delta One. <laughs>
3: Oh, We're so
2: sorry. we, are I, so sorry, everyone. we
3: fully
4: uh...
2: jumped the shark
4: <laughs> over here. In case you haven't figured it out, we are at the end of like recording, I don't know, 17 <laughs> episodes in a row. And, uh,. We're this is our it. last leg, so yeah. have fun hanging out with the, my last two brain cells. <laughs> um, and here For we go. While, go get shwasted. Oh, it's my turn <laughs> yes, to introduce yes, myself. Yes. You're gone, bitch. I'm Fran, I'm a writer, I'm an editor, and I am exhausted.
3: <laughs> you're welcome. And I'm Den Michelle, and I'm a writer and a reader- Former figure skater, and I'm now referring to my puss as my tart
2: flambe. Oh, thank you. I not flambé. You should see a doctor today. <laughs> the burning sensation it's, is not normal, it's hot in a spicy
3: way.
4: I yeah. think I think that what you really have to do is now every time you say something crazy like that, you just have to follow it up with a Tebsian thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. My ass is a creme flambe. Thank, you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Wait, what did you say? Cre- oh not a crumb tart. Flambe. A tart flambé. A tart flambé. Um, like, it's so funny because Tommy's about to barf. <laughs> so i like, I'm thinking about like a cr- like an egg cream tart <laughs> but on fire. But why the flambé? That's what I want to know because if, <laughs> if know that I part of if your puss is, spi- <laughs> is spicy. If your puss is smoking Bombay literally means on fire Yeah It's like I'm, I'm gonna put a little Like you put some rum on that bad girl And you just whoosh, Light her up But I don't know I mean what? I'm not trying to kink what? shame you or I anything. am I What am. can I say? I'm a talented girl
3: just,
1: oh And God. also advertise that you are a fire you hazard a safety fire Whatever safety. that, all that is, is All the
2: Dad things only has sex with a fireman in the corner With the fire I do Fuck <laughs> I me mean, at your own peril I'm gonna gonna tell you what's on the menu today because I cannot do this any longer today uh, we smell great for our game our whole episode is about getting physical and we leave you with um, a little bit of William Irish take it away
3: (laughs) (laughs) wow wow
1: buck 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 I'm feeling a little peckish I think we should start the top of the show The way any good top should With the little tease Our uproarious appetizer segment Amuse Bouchon to amuse our booshes I believe Joe's got the cornichon Yeah
2: yeah, it's me I I have the baby cornichon And this is going all the way back to season one the the first this is maybe the first game we ever did Ooh. uh teams wrote, and i just i've been feeling nostalgic for our early days i wanted to bring it back this is incense or sex position incense oh. you remember you remember i do i do vampire embrace Vampire Embrace, sex position or incense?
4: I really hope that's a sex position. <laughs> because I'm immediately imagining someone wrapping their mouth around a penis and biting. <laughs> and not letting go. Like a fucking like a, like a dog with a
0: new bone.
3: <laughs> um... I'm also saying sex position because I really love neck play and I'm imagining that, but being done to my neck and uh, I'm here for it.
1: I'm going to say incense because it gives me and rice vibes, Ooh. you know, like somebody's going to mm-hmm. read and then light some incense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do
2: vampires smell like? Soft yet strong, light and heavy. Like uh, everything about vampire kin, it's a paradox. This is an incense. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Next up. Pop
4: rock, pop rock, pop rock, pop rock. I think is an incense.
1: I think I, pop rock is another term for jackhammering. So I'm gonna
0: go <laughs> <sex position. laughs>
4: because you're pop locking and dropping it.
0: I
2: T was <laughs> doing a jackhammer. F- you know what? I, hate that I so
3: have
4: to much. say, jackhammer sex gets a lot of flack, but I love it. Sometimes it is everything you need. You know, sometimes I like to be, you know, like I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna make a bad joke. Never mind. (laughs) Do it. No, never mind. You like, (laughs) sometimes you just need your pop rocks.
3: One of the two brain cells. Nope.
4: Nope. (laughs)
3: I'm definitely voting sex position.
2: To do this, you fill your mouth with pop rocks, (gasps) then engage in oral sex (gasps) with your partner. That
4: (laughs) is definitely dangerous. That
0: (laughs) That is for
4: sure. Like, pop rocks come with like caution warnings.
0: (laughs) About we do like not, not endorse doing Ugh.
4: shit like that. Don't do that.
3: <laughs> we do not endorse. Bust
4: it down with some Pop Rocks, huh? Unless Buss you are on the movie jackass, which is uh, in which case you're doing it for art and I love you. <laughs> wow. Next
2: up, Dominance Stick.
4: Dominance Stick. Dominance Stick. I
2: think wow. I think
4: that's an incense I think it's an incense
3: I mean, I think I named my vibrator that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but i'm gonna go with incense i would like i would like to know how that smells i think by the title it sounds like it's
1: going to be an incense but i think you're gonna do some sneak shit and therefore it's a sex position
2: (laughs) you were wrong Teebs. it's a powerful word to denote dominance a sense of love worship and pleasure a gift for the dark romantic in us all the scent is a strong blend of dragon's blood leather herbs and spices this is not a hashtag vegan product
4: Dragons Ooh. blood. Ooh. What oh, what is that? You keep your what? fucking
2: Game of Thrones fucking ass. Fucking Frodo shit. ass again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Next up, tiger.
4: Tiger. Tiger. Maybe it's both. Woods. Sorry. It's definitely oh, an incense, but is it a It's sex for sure position? an
1: incense. It is would an incense. it also, what would the sex position be then? Tiger pouncing? I, if it's a, pouncing? Yeah, yeah, okay,
4: okay, that's it, that's it. Like, yeah. He's laying on the bed. I'm on the ground in a kind of like, like uh, crouch, crouching, crouching position and you <laughs> jump on, <laughs> <is> onto you. <laughs> and you do try to land the dick. Yeah. It, like yeah, yeah, yes. like, like your goal is, like the you're goal is a hole in one. Bags. Okay. It's, yeah. it's
2: way less fun than that. Doing it tiger style is a spiced up form of doggy where the, uh, the top or the tiger stands behind the bottom with his feet on the floor, their feet on the floor. The bottom poses on all four on the beds with their knees close to the edge of the bed. So it's like doggy style when one's on the bed and one's on the floor. Oh, oh I
4: do that all the
3: wait. time. It's
2: very good position. I put this one in there. Wait, because one's
4: on the bed. I didn't one's know it
2: had name. on the floor. No, no, no. So one is one is fully in doggy on the bed and the other one is standing and plowing them. I love oh, this. I love this. I didn't know it had I,
3: I, a different so name. I just I, thought of it as I, doggy.
2: I put this on there just because I love that position. And for any of you baby thoughts out uh, there who haven't fucked in this position. And it's not that hard. It's great for the top and the bottom because yeah. the yeah. top is, is like, it, you can get a lot of, you can do it for a long time without like your knees locking up or, you know, I'm an older and or whatever. Because it's not ex- hitting. It's ex- like
4: hitting my prostate instead of my lower
2: exactly. intestine. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like very good. It's like doggy, but it's a little easier for the top to just keep. Keep going. Keep going. going. Like, stop. Huge. Doing mission- I, uh, missionary I just feel literally like it feels- should have a
3: crawling element to it, though. Yeah. It's like you start no, not and good, then you crawl. The, it's,
2: it's not a good name for this There's, position a, yeah. I guess you technically have to growl when you're so doing it. I, that.
3: Uh, well, you I thought, thought you were, were
1: describing love the, the one on where top. you
4: have your knees on the bed and your hands on the floor. And you're like, oh, that's oh, very That difficult. would be that a better name really for it. works for me. But that is a great Maybe it's not tiger, that's maybe like,
2: I don't know, frog and toad. Frog and toad.
0: We should actually,
2: this will devolve into a sex position, nature. Yeah, podcast. exactly, exactly. It's called The Benicula. Yeah. I think you're
4: referring to the Vampire's Embrace. <laughs> Next
2: up, a Black Widow.
4: That's a sex position. That's a incense that no, kills you. It's a, it, yeah, it's a sex position <laughs> that where the, yeah, the woman gets on top of you and you have sex and then she murders the man. L- I approve. I, I mean, I'll I'll
2: approve. I, I mean I, yeah, approve. that's
4: it. That's it. There's nothing better than that for me.
2: This is a femme fatale spinning her mysterious webs luring people into her power a powerful woman of action a symbol of intelligence seduction darkness this is a bold spicy scent
0: oh
4: my oh, god i was like i was
3: like i'm sorry are what you describing
2: me sucking dick what is it <laughs> oh, what is oh, it happening dang.
4: excuse me my autobiography
2: It's <laughs> 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 <That's> not <laughs> up for public display yeah what about waterfall
4: that's a sex
3: position that's
2: peeing on people <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like,
3: like that just sounds like a great orgasm yeah.
2: This one is the top on a chair. The partner facing them, sitting on their lap. The bottom leans right back all the way. So it's like, oh it's like a yes, person, a person oh. on the chair and a person like backwards waterfalling oh. uh, between their legs. Oh, that sounds kind of hard. It seems very hard. That's almost like math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is, it is a lot of even listening and to mouth. it. Like I
4: feel like I gotta draw <laughs> <That> it <laughs> out. <laughs> that sounds like one to try though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dan, don't, <laughs> you know, don't, don't hurt that,
3: yourself, Dan. You know she used to be an acrobatic girl. Sometimes I get a little ambitious in my position. I mean, You're not allowed to try
2: that until you try the pop rock. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> what about ball of Versailles? Ball of Versailles. Versailles.
4: Um I hope it's a sex position. <laughs> this is this has to do with doing balls then. No, I think it has to do with um um French Revolution era cosplay, yeah, <laughs> and it's someone it, else. Yes. Like, is, it, is it guillotine it's, cosplay? It's being <laughs> in public at a party wearing a giant Marie Antoinette esque bodice, and underneath, someone is eating Ooh, you out. Ooh,
2: Bolivar Versailles. That's yeah, very yes. good. Anyways, like if anyone wants to do that with me, you let me know. <laughs> I want to wear that gown. Down. Yeah, this I is apparently a legendary '60s fragrance, and it's said to smell like underwear. Ew! Which Whoa, I fresh love. underwear or it's, you? it's powdery, musky, animalistic, and it opens into a polished note of Bulgarian rose and lemon, but mm-hmm. sinks into a sexier, slightly dirty bottom note of leather, musk, amber, and civet. I actually do oh. really love scents that have the top yeah. and the bottom,
4: but that yeah. does the powder does not sound good. To
2: oh, me. it's just like reading this just turned out. Oh yeah, no, that bit. sounds like, great. Ooh.
4: What about the side
2: though?
1: You know what I mean? This top, bottom, and side? Yeah. I wonder oh, if I can find sides? that in
2: a perfume. What about someone in the middle? Yeah. What's, <laughs> going What's going on
1: in the middle? What's going on in the middle? All right,
2: last up. This is my last one I have for you. The butterfly. That's, that's both.
3: Yeah, I agree. That's both.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and
4: and the sex (laughs) part of it is: Do you come out of like you've cocooned yourself in
1: (laughs) in the blankets?
4: Oh, it's when it's when you curl up in a little ball and he jacks off on you until he creates a crusty chrysalis
0: (laughs) over several weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a a long, weeks-long process.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And you have to break yourself out of the chrysalis.
2: In this sex position, the top sits with their legs stretched out. The bottom sits on the top with their back to them then brings the bottom's legs. They bring the bottom's legs up so they have a foot straddling each side of the top's hips. The top grabs their wrist to support them then leans back and so it creates this like butterfly of legs out to the side, oh, and sure. the top has oh. control of the pe- of the penetration.
1: I don't think that is oh something that I'll be doing.
2: <laughs> and the scent, um the, a review is: I've loved it. I've worn it every day since it arrived. I feel very grounded and calm when I wear it. Smells so good with the oils inside. I'm very happy I made the purchase. The butterfly. <laughs> I'm the sure butterfly. she's happy
0: because
4: the incense is made from the decomposed bodies of butterflies. <laughs> I'm, I mean
2: no, I'm done. uh Campari used to be made from beetles, you know, that what? red color. Yes, yes, oh. yes, the red bitter color. I yes.
4: love Campari. Why did you tell me well, that? Well, it's not anymore. Oh. It's
2: not anymore. No, oh. no beetles This is a vegan product hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Everyone take it away.
0: Mm.
1: It's time we start the thought process. Spelled T-H-O-T. 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 The meat of our discussion, as it were. And to sling our lean beef this week, it's Den. Mm.
3: It's always a lean meat because why? I you eat You yeah. <laughs> I I love, love eating, eating light. love eating light. Wait, what
2: are we going to eat at a high tops where we go in five minutes? Nachos, grilled cheese. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. All, salsa. Lists,
4: all <laughs> listeners must have the context that... Wait, we haven't explained this before, right? I okay, don't think so. I one think time, so. Den was eating... A, what was it? A, grill, a, a, a grilled, grilled cheese grilled with cheese. bacon. And was stoned. And fig jam and was stoned. And was stoned. Yeah. And, was stoned. <laughs> and and she goes, Oh, I love eating life. <laughs> <laughs> I all have ever wanted is to embody what that is. I live every day in the hope of one striving. day feeling that you that, no, will like. never have energy. It it is, energy. Is, it'll <laughs> totally never be oh. Um oh,
3: so wow. um given that and given our game that we just played, y'all, we are here to talk about bodies, all right? Mm. Body, 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 yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Um, we are this is our this is our bodies 2.0. Um, conversation, and we're going to be revisiting some of the same like questions and ideas that we've talked about before, but also through a different lens. We've spent, you know, more than a year in lockdown. Um, and our bodies, in some sense, were our betrayal. They were, in fact, um, say that again. What got sick? They were the deadly forces that we had to protect each other against. They were the vessels of sickness, and yet at the same time, they were what we most had to protect. Um, in this altered life state, I guess we'll say, that we lived in. Some of our bodies changed, evolved. Um, Many of us spent, you know, more than a year without intimate contact with any other bodies. And some of us peeled back new layers and revealed them to the world. New identities and newly forming bodies galore. You get a body and you get a body and you get a body. No, thank you. (laughs) And so, ever consistent. I want to start with what's new. My sister thoughts. How has your relationship with your body evolved since the last time that we spoke about bodies? Oh,
4: massively. I feel like I've already talked about this on the podcast, but like I went into like 2020 really hating, like just experiencing what I've experienced my whole life, which is kind of like not liking my appearance or my body. And I think that starting therapy and the panaderia and like spending a lot of time with yourself and doing that self-work took me to a completely new place mm. about how I feel about myself when I look in the mirror. Mm. Can we talk about your thong picks? No, we cannot. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but it is, it's so funny. I mean, I, I'm I'm so hesitant to even talk like the thirst trap of it all. Like to me, it's like I, I just like I think. Outside, if you don't know me, um, or even if you do know me, like, it's kind of insufferable. Like, I think thirst trap behavior and, like, like what we want to, like, when we put our bodies out online, like, it feels kind of like you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's who you are. But, like, I think I need people to understand just, like, how much I hated myself mm-hmm. for so long you know like I think Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't be saying that if they like knew like the body that I grew up in as a kid or if they knew the body that I had when like I went through like things that I've talked about in this podcast before, like in my first few years of like college and stuff like that. And I think that having such a really traumatic relationship mm-hmm. with my body um, and and the, that traumatic relationship creating um, physical ramifications that I'm still dealing with today, mm-hmm. I think is part of like what I wanted to take back. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the things that I'm af- most afraid of are showing my body period Mm -hmm. and it has Mm -hmm. been like that since I was a child Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah I'm trying to undo a a lot of that if Mm -hmm. that makes sense
1: I'm trying to show my body more because Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. I have been traditionally so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in my skin but the realities of it I think is that I get older there's so many other things to be afraid of and concerned about yeah (laughs) right you know when tax season comes around go fuck what my body look like you know what I mean (laughs) 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 right Oh when I look God. at my when I look at my check and I see all of the children I'm feeding, I didn't I don't have milk in these cities. I ain't supposed to be providing <laughs> food for other children. And I see the other people that my check has to go to. I suddenly don't really care all that much. Yeah. But and so it's I you know it's hot. I want to wear less and less. But at the same time, I feel like there's um a moment that I had last week. We kind of talked about this on the show before about um my premiere outfit. I had this moment. I looked in the I looked into the mirror, and I I was just like, "Man, you pretty." Mm. I never mm. had that thought in my life before. Mm. Never, ever, Jeez. ever. I was just like, "You are pretty, mm-hmm. bitch, <laughs> bitch." Like, Gosh. and I I talked to a therapist about that, and he was like, "When was the last time you said that to yourself?" And I was like. Crickets.
4: I have to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so teebs. We're dealing with the same thing. Cause I feel like I've had to, like, this is the first year where I like have looked in the mirror and you're like, oh. And I think that I've said this on the pod before, but like sometimes it's saying like you're hot in the mirror, even when you're not selling it. Like even when you mm-hmm. don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to say it sometimes. Um in practice.
2: So um I've gained weight. Mm.
0: Uh
2: it's been a lot. Um and it's really, it's been a little bit of a mind fuck for me, um, in part because I don't know. Like, I'm just also almost forty, uh, and you know, I think our bodies change and evolve over time. Um, the the pandemonium definitely changed my relationship to exercise and working out. I, you know, I was just not able to to do it, um, and I just I, I I've been I'm talking about it a lot in therapy. You know, I sort of. Uh, I, I didn't go to the gym until I was, um, finishing my PhD and was that threw me into a pretty bad mental health crisis. So the gym was starting, it was, was something that I was using to manage my anxiety mm-hmm. and then it changed how I looked and then that changed how people perceived me. Um, and so it was very weird to go from someone who kind of never really paid attention to my body to someone who was perceived as being like conventionally hot, um, with that type of gay body. Um, and then to, to sort of have that shift and evolve over time now. So I'm, I, you know, I, even when I had more of a six pack or whatever, I knew that that was not something that I should value in myself, but it's a real mind fuck because it's like other people value in, in you so much. And I never anticipated having like people find me attractive in that way ever in my life. Uh, and you know, of course, um, that is going to transition over different periods of time. And the weird thing is I'm, I'm struggling with is that my relationship to my own body, I do find myself less hot, like just full, like to be fully honest, like that is a violence that I'm doing to myself. But other people don't, man. Like there are people, people like are loving the body that I'm giving, uh, including some people that I've slept with since I was, you know, had a d- very different body. Right. Um it has just been, it's been a journey and it's an ongoing one. And, and it is very much about like, I'm, I'm working on not hiding my body because I'm not in love with it right now. Like I'm not in love with my body right now. Um, and so there are a couple of things I could do. I could either change my body, which might be impossible at this point in my life, or I can change my relationship to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I find that
1: there are so many less opportunities to test my theories about myself just because I'm not socializing very often. Yeah. And when I am, it's on a computer. <laughs> so I have so much less mm-hmm. opportunity to like f- confront the, issues that I have mm. or to work on them because I'm only ever by myself right. and nobody yeah. is actually experiencing my body mm-hmm. they sometimes mm-hmm. experience my face my voice my dazzling wit and intellect <laughs> but they're not really experiencing my body and I'm not really yeah. getting it in I don't mm. have a regular sexual partner so there is an the absence of touch and affirmation is yeah. what's fucking with me oh, yeah. and it doesn't really have anything to do with what my size is or what my weight is it is like not having touch Oh. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. I don't live with anyone. I don't have a significant other. I don't have a ton of mm-hmm. friends in LA. So it's like there's just so much
3: absence. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really feeling.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
3: it's it's just you with yourself. And I relate to that deeply because I felt like I was in a similar situation. I have plenty of friends in New York, but I didn't have any friends who lived near where I was living during the start of the pandemic. I did not have a significant other. Um I was basically completely without touch and one of the things that I felt like um, that time did for me was it it allowed me to begin to just like think about what my body might look like coming out of this and part of that had to do with the fact that also those are the moments where I was like really beginning to lean into the idea that I maybe was trans and like maybe wanted to transition and even though like I told myself that maybe I wouldn't, um, I really engaged with the idea that I would. And so I started thinking about, like, I'm 35 years old. And so I feel like my body, for most people at that age, it might not have a whole lot of change left in it. Um, But my body is going to change. My body is going to change significantly. And I don't fully know how that's going to look. Like, there are certain trends in terms of when you start taking um, gender-affirming hormones, like how that how that affects people, but it affects everyone differently. And so I don't really know. Um, But I was like, and there are certain things about my body that I love, like, I've always loved my legs, and I've always loved my ass. And so I'm like, I kind of don't want those to change, although they might. Um, But the point is that I was like, I have to just like embrace this change and recognize that by the time um, that I may be more out of this, pandemonium or or out of this panera which is a place i, I like panera a lot um <laughs>
4: love panera love yourselves. stan panera <laughs> stan bread bowl <Bulls>. midwestern <laughs> girls unite bread Bowl culture um, <laughs> that i will that i'm gonna have
3: this new gift to kind of explore mm. with with people and i do have um someone that i'm sleeping with regularly so right now they get to be sort of alongside me and experience from an outside perspective how my body is changing and evolving. And that's just like really interesting. And it's cool to feel like there's this newness
4: that three years ago
3: I would never have thought would be there.
4: Cool. Well, I'm not sleeping with anybody regularly. So like, <laughs> good for you, Den. Good for you, Joe. <laughs> so proud of you. But Tommy and I need some affirmation (laughs) on the other side of thirsty you look
2: amazing the thing is though
4: even when i got it because i started
1: sleeping with my neighbor he lived across the way i was like now I check to make sure he's not out front when I
2: go
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: The most, to- uh, most hobby thing I've ever. Was, heard. I was like, oh God, teeps. now you feel like
4: you have access to me. <laughs> this body, no. I think okay, something that I do want. To, I think there's this whole like um a lot of like internet discourse revolves around like hotness and oh so hot and like using the word hot as like a punchline for things and like I think that like hotness. And, like, its relationship to, like, bodies and how we perceive them is, like, a construct. Like, Mm -hmm. we have to, like, keep telling ourselves that, like, what we think is, like, attractive and unattractive or desirable and undesirable or, like, sold on that lie of, like, universal beauty or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, like, white and straight and cis and, Mm -hmm. like, not the T. And I think that, for me... Only until like I decolonized my own desire, are you able to like mm-hmm. come around mm-hmm. to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, in your body. Yeah. And I think that like, I mean, my generation, I'm. I think all y'all. I think my like <laughs> our, our our generation grew up thinking like the the um peak of hotness and attraction is like whatever's on that like Abercrombie bag, you That's know what right. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 100%. so that like really fucked up what I thought was hot yeah. until you unlearn that. And I think that for me, like only until years and years of being like, oh, I find that body hot. And like this yeah. is outside area all these different mm-hmm. way after you're done practicing that, one day you'll look in the mirror and you're like, way I'm hot. yeah, You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to stipulate that like, that still comes, that might come a long way down. You know what I mean? Like, I think it takes a while for us to come around to ourselves. You had mentioned
1: in an earlier show that someone had referred to you as an elder in the DMs. Oh ah!
4: my god!
1: I'm curious wow. because this has to do with bodies, but not size, but age. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. Because I was uh, so I was doing my my um taxes with with Irina. Shout out! Our Shout out, Irina! My goddess. Um, and she was like, "Oh well, we can start looking into like retirement plan or whatever." But you got time. You're we like twenty what? And I was like, Irina, I'll be thirty eight this year. And she was like. Oh well, we need to start now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so "Damn!" Yeah, I, I, I was like, "Damn, Marina." I mean, it's stupid. It's it's like comp- like self consciousness about age is ages, and it's yeah, stupid, and sure. it, and it like and it's dumb, but it's also there. Because like, p- other people affirm it even if you don't want That's to right. affirm it to yourself. And and I was just like, she was like, oh, yeah, you've got, what, 12 more years? I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, well, you're going to have to start thinking about it. So I was like, oh, God, I never
2: like Another thought thing. about Another it. Another
1: thing. Another thing coming for my Another check. Yeah. But, um, like, but th-
2: bitch, I, um, I am so much kinder to other people than I am to myself. Yep. like mm-hmm. I have so much more grace. I, I find lots of different types of bodies attractive. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have a really hard time extending that. It takes forever. Grace to myself um, as, as someone whose body has changed a lot over time. I've been really, I have to say, I've been super disappointed uh, w- with us uh, over the last five months or so. Um, as I was in quarantine, uh, m- my body was changing. Um, we were all so anxious. I mean, just not doing well, um, not seeing each other. I was really hoping that the queer community the gay ma- male community in particular would sort of use this time to reframe our relationships to our bodies. And we might come out of quarantine with just a little more grace for one another and a little more acceptance of different body types and a little bit more, uh, you know, that queer nightlife spaces, for example, might be a little safer for people who have different types of bodies. And I have felt the exact motherfucking opposite. It has been, no. I feel like body fascism, body fascism, And it is body. The, the fact that there's one image of a body that we value in our community is body fascist it's a taking that image of a body and and applying violence to everyone who doesn't match it and it is worse now in my experience and the experience of most people I talk to than it's ever been and it was always bad and I'm just like how could we live through an experience where our bodies are so vulnerable where we are so isolated and come out of it like Reifying all the yeah. nastiness that we do to each other. Yeah. W- w- what, are, all- what are you
1: witnessing?
4: What are you seeing? What are what's what are you vibing? Uh, Fran, do you wanna I, go? The date remember the date with that masseuse?
2: Yes. Yeah. So that
4: where he like came in seven seconds. He was like, it's the worst date ever. Yeah. I didn't mention this in the story, but while he was a model and while we were talking, he was talking about how he like wants to get certain things like primped and tucked or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. I mean like you're so hot though, which is like not really the answer either, but I was just like yeah. trying to have a dialogue about it. He's like, well, everyone has insecurities like you, for example. And he s- points, I'm not going to like say it cause it'll give it power, but he points out something on my face that I'm so insecure about. And I was like, I, I was like, what? And the best part is this man who I went on a horrible day with, if you all will tell, we'll plug the episode later, listen to how bad that date is. This man ignores me for eight months. And then a few days ago, slid into my DMs and asked for my Paramount Plus password. <laughs>
2: And I was like, "Wow! Lord,
4: give me the confidence wow. and strength of this mediocre hot man,
2: the toxic in community, Ooh, sure oh, wow. sure who ignored God. me
4: for eight months Mm-mm. and then asked for my Paramount no. Plus password. <laughs> a motherfucker! I was like, Whoa, we will sis, not be
1: doing in this sis, instance the
4: way I will leave you on red
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: because I know that saying nothing is the thing that will hurt you most.'
3: <laughs> Absolutely." <laughs> I get Damn. so hot. Damn. That's that's Damn. how I
4: deal with fucking hot people. It's just like
1: I know, I know all you want is attention. I know all you want is attention, mm. and the greatest disservice I can mm. do to you
3: right now is ignoring you, even though I really want to engage. <laughs> to, <laughs> but it's,
4: Listen, it's also qu- the
3: best service because a little humility is never a bad thing. And to
4: quote Bowen Yang, maybe hot people do deserve the death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> says hot person S-
3: Bowen
2: S- Yang. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I so do find how Bowen to be very hot, you, but yes. Bowen, how dare you? Um,
3: but one of the things also that just like it's sort of like the de- the delusion of so many of our systems of power in this country is like when you talk about body fascism it's like no one is happy under this ideology yeah. like people who don't meet the standard, which I'm saying with huge air quotes, are not happy and they're miserable because they're treated like shit. And people who do meet the standard are miserable because they have to spend their entire lives trying to maintain meeting this fucking standard that is just made up.
2: And acknowledging that, like, well, we either get old or we die. And when you get right. old, your body changes. Right. So, like, no one can have that for forever. For, you know? And it's it's... I just I don't know really what to deal what to do with my feelings of of, of despair um, at, at how bad things feel right now yeah. um, and, and how, um, you know, I think people are because of, no one wants to be canceled. Right. So we had our, our cancel culture conversation a couple episodes ago. So no one is like saying really nasty things at these spaces that I go to. But there's just mm-hmm. this vibe, this veneer mm-hmm. of like, this is what a body is supposed to look like. And if you don't look like that, no one looks at you. Mm. where what yep. are these spaces you're going to and that's the thing is this is supposed to be kind of like queer. i'm not going to name names of parties but I, i'm i'm thinking about writing about this um a little more, more more explicitly but this is more in the sort of like queer alternative nightlife space which is the the, the thing that's been wow. such a disconnect for me is that some of these party promoters not going to name names have these instagram <laughs> things that are all about inclusivity and i want you know deconstructing these power mm. dynamics and then you go to their parties and like there's a VIP section be- behind police barricades, so <laughs> VIP in, in, in a space police. like this. And then there's police barricades saying, here's the VIP and here's everyone else. Okay, really way to be abolitionist. But this is a person who claims to be abolitionist in their like uh, Instagram. What? And then it's like everyone just kind of like like cruel about like how everyone looks at it it's just I've been really upset about it and and I've been so looking forward to nightlife because I fucking missed Me nightlife too. I right. wanted to go out and dance with queers I love dancing with queers Um, but it's been really hard to put together like my excitement for being able to go out well before Delta Plus uh, being able to go outside again with the like disappointment of a lot of the ways that those spaces feel even worse than they did before yeah wow I didn't really. I mean, I. I Cheap's is still not leaving that. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, I, I was. I was. Those of us who
3: love to just be home are like, what? What is this yeah, nightlife? I, mean, you I was
1: see in it into out. nightlife anyway. I fuck all them bitches. I don't like. I don't. I don't like gay nightlife. I don't. I've never mm-hmm. liked it. I've never felt a part of it. I've never felt hot there. I've never felt accepted there. I've never felt desired. I just didn't. So, mm-hmm. I, You know, I get in with. With the smaller crowds of people and mm-hmm. doing the other kind of socializing things, but nightlife itself has never really been exciting mm-hmm. to me because mm-hmm. I uh, because mm-hmm. of that attitude. That's horrible. I'm far I'm far too porous.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> bottom says what?
4: Yeah. Side ra- rather. Oh my god. Aside middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you top or bottom? Middle middle.
0: <laughs> yes. Mm.
4: Thank you. I'm the filling. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> thank, <God>. you.
2: <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Fran has lost their mind. <laughs> Fran is not okay. Oh, thank We've you. been talking about bodies for 25 minutes and Fran oh, thank has you. melted. Astral. <laughs> Astral. Thank you. What were you saying, Tommy? That in order to make <laughs> a podcast, you have to not dissociate. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, I mean,
3: I'm clearly in a transitional stage with everything, including my body, and we're all coming out of um, a sort of unexpected setback that has that, that has set everything back. Do we have like thoughts or goals or intentions for how we do want to relate to our, mm. our physical selves, sort of like moving
2: forward? That's a great question. Um, I'm... No, friend. <laughs> friend. <laughs> Well, no. no. Thank you. I mean, I think you, Fran, are... You're,
3: you're, you're having no, a I've whole... Done, I'm having a body. I mean, sure. this is the first year where we've ever, like, been in the studio with you and you're not wearing all black.
4: Yeah. Like, that's a whole thing. Yeah, I, I wore black to hide my body. Wow. Like, to invisibilize myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, my... I mean, it wasn't the reason I was saying I was doing it, but it's why I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, like, it's... I have a very different relationship to like my body and my, my gender expression now. And I think that I think what I would say to someone who's like listening to this and probably thinking to themselves, like, yeah, easier said than done, bro. You know what okay. I mean? Like, it's like, I, I agree. It is easier said than done and it's not something that happens overnight. And there is no like beautiful aha moment, but I, I do think that a lot of it is simply practicing. Mm-hmm. the yeah. way you the, the the practicing not practicing um guarding yourself from those intrusive thoughts mm. and the the body fascist lives inside your head Ooh! as much as it is yeah. at the Woo! gay club and only until you figure out how to um murmur those little voices mm-hmm. can you come into your own and it takes a lot but mm-hmm. i will say once you do finally Get into rhythm where you don't hate everything about what you look 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 at in the mirror. You never want to go back. You oh don't. my god! In nope. fact, it's kind of impossible to go back. Yeah. Even the worst person can point out the worst thing about you on a date, and I think you could be stable enough to move on from it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I, the toothpaste ain't going back in that tube.
3: No. <laughs> no. no man, that is, that is exit only.
2: No. <laughs> I, I'm totally with you, Fran. And the only thing that I'm practicing now beyond that is not just trying to quiet the murmur but trying to actively speak a different narrative to Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. saying the affirming things um and being around people who affirm also not not i mean you can't change i like nightlife i cannot change nightlife overnight but the people that I go to those spaces with mm-hmm. are going to be people who make me feel good who I can process with when mm-hmm. I don't feel good maybe I not there of, but yeah. afterward you know mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean really surround myself in a community of people who view health as um something to aspire to but not as related to um the value of our bodies yeah mm-hmm. I, so
3: I agree with both of those like even like to friend's point <clears throat> To a certain extent, I believe deeply in fake it till you make it. And at a certain point, you'll forget that you're faking it mm-hmm. and you'll get there. Um, and so and so, there's that. I also very much believe it. Like, I'm not super, super big into nightlife, but I do love Fire Island and I go with with my friends. Um, and it used to be really painful for me because I felt so invisible there. Um, just being black and femme and not having a it. six pack. Like, I've always been thin, but I you know, did not have a masculine-looking body, really. And um, I always felt like I had to, as a Black person, I sort of had to look a certain way, and I didn't look that way. And so I felt really undesirable there. Um, But then when I spend the time just with my friends, like, that, all of that doesn't affect me, and it's become a space that's actually really sacred to me and that I really love. And it's also evolved quite a bit in in certain ways. Um, So there's also that. Mm -hmm. I think, though, that for me the main thing is sort of redefining um, the idea that like or rather returning to the idea that like I'm I'm loved I have people in my life who love me and they love my body because mm. that's part of me and every literally every part of my body um, is as valuable to the world as, anything else that I have to contribute. And so it's all valid and it's all okay, which is also something that's really helping me think through my transition and like what are the things about my body that I want to change and what are the things about my body that I want to leave the same. And I don't have all the answers to those questions yet, Um, but it's like looking at everything and feeling like if I generally love me and if I generally have high self-esteem, well, this thing that I'm looking at that I maybe look at as a flaw Um, Or as a mistake or as whatever is a part of me. And so it has some value Mm -hmm. and one and being able to sort of accept that gives me a much healthier, like, like process in terms of thinking through how I want to move forward.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, My final thoughts are. Attitude is not appearance, and don't be phobic. I mean, come on don't now. Just be don't, fatphobic. Be fatphobic don't be phobic. Don't so be phobic.
4: It should be literally so easy.
2: Even to yourself, though. Yeah, especially to that's yourself. That's the hardest part.
1: Mm-mm-mm. I'm feeling
2: full. Oh. But,
1: like, I could fit one more thing inside of me. Den knows how I feel. Ew. And I believe... Joe, do you have the cherry as well?
3: No,
2: not me. I don't even know who William Sema. is.
4: B- Billy William Wh- William <laughs> William Eilish uh listen I was not on the Billy boat when all of this took off okay that boat you know came to the port and everyone got on it. And I was like bye <laughs> you're a child yeah it was my, I was I this is a generation I was like I, a, generationally, yeah. a, generally generationally this is where I decide I am too old for this shit <laughs> One of the best you. sentences you can ever
3: utter. I'm too old for that.
0: I am
4: too mm-hmm. old for this shit. <laughs>
0: um,
4: but sometime last summer, Miss William Eilish <laughs> released a single called My Future that blew my whole head off. But what's interesting is it the first time I listened to it, the person who showed it to me was from Gen Z. And there were someone that I was dating at the time. <laughs> And I kind of Friend like. Brian was dating a teenager. I'm shocked, cancelled. <laughs> not a teenager. They were not a teenager or even close. They were on Gen Z cusp. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> sure. Okay. So this person shows me the song, and I was immediately judgmental because I was like, <laughs> "Billy Eilish, Gen Z, wah, 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 <laughs> jerking
0: off," <on. laughs>
4: uh, and then I. I made fun of it and then the, like the conversation went somewhere else. And then I went home oh, and I listened to person. it again. You're a horrible
1: person. Gaslighter.
4: But the first t- time I really mm-hmm. didn't think I was into it, but I was also too stoned to like, like figure it out if I liked it. And then I went back home and I listened to it and I was like,
0: what? <laughs> and I was like I
4: was like that. What's that meme of like Winnie yes. the Pooh astral projecting, you know, like oh, ghosting yes. out of his body <laughs> yeah. into the sky? Like that's how I felt because this single My Future, which is on Billie Eilish's new album Happier Than Ever, is um essentially a love letter on the lyrical lever- level, a love letter to her future self. And it's written as a lesbian romance. But Um, talking about like loving her, like falling in love with what she is going to be and using that to heal the pain she's feeling now. And it it, like cuts halfway. It like switches tempo. Billy, William does this thing. (laughs) where
2: She's she's Wiley William.
4: Yeah, Wiley William. (laughs) Like the songs are all like two minutes. And, And halfway through the song, she like takes out a hatchet and she goes... And she chops the song in half and changes the tempo and the vibe completely. But it's on the lyrical level on the same theme, but showing you a completely different version of the song almost, or showing you what that feeling ascends into when you finally give into it. And it, it, And so that turned me on to, like, her work as a whole, and so therefore made me highly anticipate this new album, Happier Than Ever, which none of y'all have listened to, which I... too Also,
2: the title, I cannot relate.
4: (laughs) But that, I think, is why you have to listen to it, Joe. (sighs) And especially, I think Teves especially, just because you're such a lover of music like, music that, like, the, on the craft level, that there are some really beautiful things on the craft level that happen in this album, except for there's this one track that's kind of, like, a spoken word moment, and it's not good. But everything else <laughs> is really good. Um, And, but the song Happier Than Ever, the track that the album is based off of, is a breakup song, but that that's basically saying like you abuse me so hard and now I'm gonna sing this happy song about how I'm better than ever that you're not in my life mm. anymore but she sings it like this cutesy ukulele kind of song and then she does the hatchet thing and she chops it in half again this, this and, metaphor
2: and, is so butch it's, it's, I know
4: it, but when you listen to the Dangerous. song it is that severe mm. you're like wow. because the first time I listened to it was on the bike and I was like I thought it was a new track mm-hmm. but it's, a, it's the same track and halfway through happier than ever. It's this cutesy ukulele song saying like, oh, I'm now that I'm no longer with you, I'm happier than ever. And you're like, oh, this is like a funny little twist on like a happy song. Mm-hmm. And then she chops in half and becomes this like thrashy rock ballad. Hmm. And it's so beautiful. And the whole... Everything that you feel, if you're going through a breakup, if you are, if you are someone who's depressed, if you are, this is like the these are the only people that listen to our podcast. <laughs> it's depressed people and people going through breakups, Honestly. <laughs> so no other demographics. So neither. true. So true. If you're if you're in that mental space, this album gets me out of it, mm. and I think huh. that what I love about it is she allows the catharsis of listening to a sad song, and then she takes you into a completely different mm-hmm. headspace mm-hmm. with like music that's not a sad song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so happier wow. than ever billy irish william
2: i actually have listened to it because my boyfriend puts it on repeat i just find it boring is it this this album or i think it requires
3: an active i'll do it i'll do it i think
4: it's i would agree if it's like on background it would be a little boring and i think that was my impression of billy and a lot of other artists honestly but i think that if you give the album start to finish a really good listen Mm. you really especially in the last two songs I feel like it's gotten so, kind of a
1: polarized reaction from what I've been the chatter that I've been picking up people yeah. really liking and people really not liking
4: it. Wow. Yeah, I think there's one. I think one there's some she does a spoken word thing. That's really egregious like that. <laughs> it's like it's just so not good. Um, But I think that if you take that out, it's mm. it's like a, a really good album.
1: All right, Willie. Twelve tracks. No All skips. Right. Let's do
4: it. Twelve tracks, one, one skip. Skip. <laughs> and it's not twelve tracks. It's like fifty-nine tracks. I
3: will check it out in approximately three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
4: you will.
1: This episode of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rose and our home at Stitcher. Our producer is the glowing black light to our semen stains, Alexandra <laughs> De. No! <laughs> no! No, that, is that is really good. So oh, That's wow. Really
4: good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review us five stars on iTunes or Den Wears Flats.
4: No, <gasps>
1: never. We'll take her power away. I am Tommy Teebs Pico. You can find me at Hey Teebs, H e y t e b s. On Instagram because I deleted
4: Twitter gladly.
2: And I'm Joseph Osmondson You can find me at www.josephosmondson.com
4: And I'm Fran. You can find me at Fran Squishko on social media and find my newsletter there too. And I'm Den Michelle, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Den Michelle.
1: Find us on Instagram as Gay sluds Who Read and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Food for Thought Pod. And finally, send your questions, thoughts, concerns, and tips dick to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com. As always, that's food the number four and thoughts.